make a world come alive. I can almost see and hear them people. Even if you'd already written it, we couldn't possibly get it printed and distributed in only six weeks. If I can't finish it, I'll never write again. The characters won't do what I want. I'm the author here. Allegedly. That's enough. Back to work. God bless us, everyone. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is More Is More Trailers. Where we are talking about the man who invented Christmas. This is about Charles Dickens writing A Christmas Carol. Charles Dickens. It's not about Jesus, who is arguably (laughs) the man who invented Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Dickens is played by Dan Stevens, and uh, the embodiment of Scrooge is played by Christopher Plummer. Yes. We are delightfully treated to all of these characters from his mind it's yeah well because i will say the only it's it's incredibly boring doing a story about somebody writing because writing is an innately boring activity for people to watch it still looks pretty boring yeah i have to say i don't care at all the stakes to me are Mm -hmm. so low in this they're like oh he's had some flops uh that's fine and they're trying to like get a publishing deal for him well he was already a pretty successful writer at the time so he you know he hadn't written like a tale of two cities and stuff that we remember him for now but he'd already written oliver twist and he'd written nicholas nickleby and he even he was popular from basically the beginning of his writing career yeah and he was suffering a little bit of financial distress just from the sales of his last book drying up Mm mm-hmm but he'd already written several Christmas stories. Okay, so here's the deal. Dickens flat out loved Christmas. Christmas was still celebrated because it was an important holy day in the church. Mm-hmm. So it was always it had always been celebrated, but it hadn't been celebrated the way like we celebrate it today, where you like exchange gifts and you have Christmas parties and there's dancing and there's feasting and there's all this stuff. And he is one of the major influences on Christmas becoming like the festive celebration that it is today. Gotcha. So I suppose in that context, he invented Christmas. But this trailer doesn't actually show any of that stuff. It just shows him writing a Christmas carol. A Christmas carol is not (laughs) what Christmas is. I don't, I'm maybe about to blow some people's minds, but a Christmas carol is not what Christmas is about. This makes it sound like you've never even seen a Muppets Christmas carol. Oh, I have. Many times. And I'm still going to say, not the heart of Christmas. <gasps> How dare you? Don't listen, Michael Caine. <laughs> it's not true. So it's weird because he's kind of portrayed as this like manic, creative type who's quirky and just like all over the place. And I don't think that's how he was. He actually was. He was? Yeah. That's like, okay, that's fine. That's not the impression that I got. To be fair, I saw a lens of him through, oh, no, you know what? That does make sense. Because I read a biography of Wilkie Collins, Mm -hmm. and they used to hang out a lot. So Dickens would get really excited about stuff, and then he would be super into it to the exclusion of a lot of other things. And then he would lose interest in in that and move on to something else. Well, that's actually what happened with his his friendship with Wilkie Collins. He, like, dropped his other best friend to go hang out with Wilkie Collins all the time. Yeah. The thing is, though, modern portrayals love to make out like he wasn't famous until after his death or like appreciated until after his death. Because did you see that Doctor Who episode where Dickens was in it? 
Oh, really? Yeah, it was in like the first two seasons. Oh, I don't remember that. But he was di- he was incredibly famous in his own time, and he was an incredibly well respected author in his own time. Oh, I know, and they make it they always make it seem like he wasn't. That's funny. No, he was. Um, I mean, because that's the famous stories of because his novels were published serialized in newspapers. So there's always the famous story of I think it was maybe Little Dorrit or something. Mm-hmm. But it was a char- There was a character in the last bit of serialized story that was uh that was possibly going to die and so when they were bringing the newspapers over on boats to america the dock workers were yelling up like did she die (laughs) so that's like yeah he he was well loved in his own time and he would he toured america and all sorts of stuff yeah definitely i mean but in this in this doctor who episode it was the one where the spirits were coming through the gas pipes oh in the morgue Mm -hmm. and he was like solidly middle aged, and they made it out like he wasn't a big deal. And you're yeah. like, um, okay. So yeah, I just don't, I don't see him having to like convince the publishers and like, oh, and he yeah, says that at one seem... point, he says at one point, if I don't do this, I might never write again. And that I was like, seems ridiculous. No, this was a guy that wrote because he had to write. This is clearly like a Christmas version of Shakespeare in Love. It totally is. <laughs> I just find it a little annoying when people portray this as like what writing is. I know. Like, because writing's actually super duper boring. <laughs> it's very boring. And books like this, uh, sorry, movies like this are what make people think like, oh, well, if I'm just in the right situation, I could write a best selling book just out of like things that I see. Because he, he hears over here some kids telling a story and he takes part of that. And mm-hmm. then he meets this guy who seems like a real Scrooge and he takes part of that. And you're like, I mean, yes, an author can see stories and everything around them, but at the same time, a lot of the reason that people get so shocked at how hard writing is, is because you just have to sit there and write, and you have to make yourself do it. You have to carve out hours of every day to sit there and force yourself to write, because that's the only way it happens. And he would, that's what he did. He spent his entire day writing, and he would, you know, stare out the window, like get up and stare out the window, but like he would just sit there and write, and that's (laughs) what he did. He wrote it pretty quickly. He wrote it in six weeks, but... He was also a pretty fast writer, as things went. Well, and, you know, that checks out with his personality, if you said, like, he gets super into something, and he just goes really hard at it. Yeah. Like, I don't think this was some huge personal struggle for him to write it in six weeks, because he did start it in October. I mean, I'm pretty sure he did this within a reasonable frame for him. It also wasn't like Robert Louis Stevenson, where he wasn't just, like, on a bender the whole time. Right. Like, he wasn't binging on coke and that's well, how he wrote it yeah i'm sure he was like hugely inspired and managed to like write it real quick in six weeks but this yeah. did come out in early december it wasn't like you know the day before christmas this is coming out <laughs> He's re- oh you don't have an ending but you're on the way to the publishers and i'm like no no yeah no, no, that no. wouldn't i'm sorry what are you gonna do sit there and write it for hours like yeah in his office so yeah that that actually reminds me though it's like uh silicon valley mm-hmm. i heard kumail nanjiani talking about how People, programmers will be like, well, for programmers, you guys don't spend any time writing code. And he's like, yeah, that's because that's boring. Yeah. Go film yourself doing it. Mm -hmm. Watch it later. It's not fun. Yeah. Anyway. uh, It's clearly meant to be a family comedy for the holidays. Oh, yeah. So if you want a heartwarming uh, Dan Stevens film with a grouchy Christopher Plummer. I mean, this or Barnum and Bailey, I would do this one. Oh, I would too. Sorry, Hugh Jackman. Even you can't get me to go see that other movie. Yeah. 
For more of our podcast, go to moreismorepodcast.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.